Well, you know that you know the good thing about Zoom is you can record each channel separately. Yes, I think even this will be will be shitting out three different video files or something like that. It does. Yeah. Um, so you get the option to so it means that if that does happen and you actually get each individual audio file to then um pitch between each um which is good um awesome man. so yeah i was gonna say like um is that your uh your hearing you i can hear um it's not me oh, oh no, you've got my, my sister's next door and she's okay. talking to her kids <laughs> i was okay. like i can hear kids i was like what was happening yeah. that's lola and louise Oh, um, yeah, no, same. Well, the kids that we didn't know about is what yeah, we're saying. Wait, what's to, happening? Uh, <laughs> make reference to. Yeah, I'm holding them for ram ransom. That's why I was trying <laughs> to find the headset. I thought it might have done it out a bit. <laughs> no, so. I yeah, demand no, three four like, boxes of Krispy Kremes. What, what's everyone? What's everyone been up to? Like, that's the main thing, kind of like binging. Like, what? What we obviously movies are more or less dead for the rest of the year in in terms of cinema. So. That's not happening. But, um, yeah, thanks for making me sad. <laughs> mm. oh, are we, we going into the the recording now? Or we, uh... Yeah, I don't know. We kind of kind of we already we were recording. recording the whole thing anyway. So. <laughs> no, I mean, are we actually going into like the our little episode? Yeah, let's let's yeah let's segue in. Let's segue in. Why not? This is the thing. I'm Kieran. Do you have a? Do you have your your head? I can hear. You. Obviously, I'm not not. Don't go. I want headphones. Yeah, this is odd. Like you've got your levels. I think your levels are too high on the microphone. No. Yeah, I don't know. I could just hear your your sister and really clear. Do you know what? You can hear her when she's down the street. So no matter. What. <laughs> Wait, maybe maybe are you on, are you on your phone or on your laptop? My phone. All right, so just mute him. If we meet everyone, and then we just I can, I don't know, I can hear your sister really clearly. She's going now, she's just saying, No, but I'm saying it's really odd. Like, I can hear her clearer than you. I'm like, Really? Yeah, she's I think, well, if we need to, your phone is picking up. No, I think what it is, Kieran, your phone is doing both your microphone on this and the phone itself. Right. Mm. I don't know how to change that. Right? I don't. Let's not even bother. So don't worry about it. Yeah. It's, it's gone. It's gone all right now. It's gone all right now. So, yeah, yeah. she's gone. She was just saying goodbye to the girls. Oh, so <laughs> what? She's, she's leaving them with you, Uncle Kieran. No, the girls stay here. Oh, and she lives down the flats. <laughs> oh, okay, fine. Okay, fair enough. I was like, Kieran's a babysitter now. I, like, oh. I think you'd be quite good though. You'd be the. No, I'm, I'm quite strict. You'd be the type of uncle I'd like to piss off. Like that's the kind of like, you'd be fun to rile up to see him explode, and you you try and like uh, try and fun. like push him just gets... one one and one then, bit of time. And really upsetting. He'll just put him in a headlock. You know. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we've all seen how that goes. But um, no, it gets like Arnold in Kindergarten Cop. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he's like. Got <laughs> That's a good movie, actually. I think about it. I think it was completely like it's one of those films. Where, like, did he really make this film? Like, did he really not have any other scripts in, in like in his pile of scripts? And he picked that one. I was like, I always thought that, but it's actually not a bad film. I love that mm. film. Yeah, it was just like, <laughs> it was like I think yeah, it's like um, The Rock's done his own kind of version of it, anyway. He's like Daddy Daycare or something. 
No, he was the tooth fairy. That was it. It was just some sort of stupid, like, <laughs> stupid, stupid concept. Where I was like, oh, wait, all of those kind of, like, macho action movie guys do one film like that. Like, uh, yeah, Vin Diesel was the pacifier. And uh, Bot- Bot- is it Botista has, um, has that one on Amazon right now. My Spy or something. Like, yeah, yeah. My Spy. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, wait, what? Oh, I've seen with that advertised. I haven't watched it's, it yet. Yeah. It's a right of honor, I think. Like, for BS. two seconds. I'm just going to go and shut this door because it keeps blowing open. Oh, okay. I'm it's doing it. It's a, um, it's a kind of a, um, like a, a right of honor or something to, to do a film like that. Suddenly, someone else has done one like that. Yeah. I'm it's sure nice there's. It's nice to see the side of all the characters that do macho, and then they do a different character. In in I can't, um, I, I can't see Liam Neeson doing one though. In Fast and Furious, um, there's that scene with the baby, and uh, what do you call it? Um, and, and Jason Statham. Yeah. Not a movie though. Mm. Yeah, that's um, Fast Nine, isn't it? On the yeah. Plane. No. Eight, no, seven. God, it was one of them. It was the one before the one before. Um, it was the one before Hobbs and Shaw, wasn't it? Yeah, the one before that. So that's nine. No, eight. Wait, eight, eight, eight. Was the last <laughs> movie. Nine was meant to be coming out, but it's been delayed. Oh, nine was meant year. to come out this year, wasn't it? But it's now coming out August next year. Oh, so, I'm sure there's only eight. Yeah, and then there's Hobbs and Shaw. Um, and then there's this. Uh, oh, you know what? I could add it to my list of shit I watched whilst in lockdown. Sorry, let me. Uh, let me just put that down. I love how you're prepared. I, have I know, I just come because, dude, my, my brain is so frazzled, I needed to write it down. Um, so, uh, I guess, like, we'll just, we'll jump straight into it. I guess, like, um, two, two things, kind of, I guess, is, like, what have we been up to, like, on the nerd front when it comes to uh, lockdown? I think everyone in their head... Audiobooks. Like, I've got heavily into audiobooks. Oh, yeah? Fair yeah, because I've been going out for these books. I... I found like if you go deep enough into the woods or on Hampstead Heath, you can get a good and like, little walk through there Where you without being disturbed by people. Hampstead <laughs> um, Heath, there's no. so many unsolved, unsolved murders and crimes. <laughs> Probably. Yeah, um, like... No, I just go walking around there and I've listened to Andy McNabb. <laughs> I was expecting to say he was listening to some lot like Disney book or something, you know. No, because I, no, I, I, I thought I'd do the Stephen Kings, but there's only a few Stephen Kings I like. And so I thought, I like the Andy McNabb books, the ones I've read, like Dark Winter is one of my favourite books. So I was like, why not read or listen to the other 19 I don't, books I, I don't, I don't read books, so I can't relate to any of that. I've, I don't well, know, no, I, I don't read them, I listen to them. Is Andy McNabb a real person? Like yeah. Andy McNabb is a real person. He was an SAS soldier during the first Gulf War. He got the DCM and the MM for uh, obviously distinguished conduct for missions behind the enemy lines and keeping these troops safe while a POW. But he was. So I know. I wasn't sure whether it was maybe like a pseudonym or something that. Oh, it's a pseudonym. Oh, okay, fine. So for for years he couldn't release his uh, real name oh. due to the fact that he worked in undercover operations with pretty much every terrorist and drug cartel in the world. Yeah. It's weird, isn't it? That they all end up they all end up writing spy fiction books, like almost every everyone in, in that kind of world. Uh, they yeah. either or they making either... a TV program like that um Chris Ryan. That guy, 
No, who's that guy that does SAS? Who, who does? Oh, the... Ant Middleton. Yeah. He was never in the SAS. He was in the SBS. Oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah, but because they go through the same selection process. I'm only just I'm only just realizing that's not the same person as Andy McNabb. All right, fair enough. How many Andys are there? Yeah, I just well, there's an Andy and there's an Ann. Oh, okay. Oh, there, yeah. yeah he's not Andy. Andy. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I thought that was Andy McNabb on that on that. Um, no, he's so. still not allowed to show his face fully in like things. So every time you see him in an interview, he's either silhouetted or they shoot him from behind. You don't think that that's possibly just a really, really, really clever marketing? It could just be a PR thing, yeah. PR thing. Well, no, he's because he's um. These books are the real deal, man. No, he's got bounties on his head from like Al Qaeda, IRA, whatever's left of Escobar's people. Yeah, no, no, I think I do. I do genuinely think they're real people from there, but it could just be a bunch of different people who have just gone. Let's collectively release books under this, like because there's that um. Who's the who's the one that that uh, obviously Tom Clancy um, by well, he's dead but like uh, by the end of it he was it was just his name on it but it was another writer entirely. Um, what's the? Yeah, that's the same with Thomas Harris at a minute now as well. Yeah. And then, Hannibal books. And yeah, there's the other one as well. Uh, really popular writer. Um, he does the legal thrillers. Uh, John Grisham. Uh, not John Grisham. Him as well. But oh God, he has that. Um, James Patterson? That's it. James Patterson. Check me out. Uh, the he most has, uneducated of us all. Yeah, no, no, like, <laughs> um, but he he literally has a book where Bill wrote more of it than he did. I was just like, mm. I was like, wait, what? <laughs> so it's just like, um, yeah, it's just like I thought it's it's kind of he he just puts his name on it and he doesn't even but he does sit there to break a story, I think. So yeah, cool, man. So you've been big on the audiobooks. Uh I've been big on the audiobooks, yeah. I've not done as much reading as I thought I would do, to be honest. Like, I think, um, I think I had like I was like, okay, not that I was like, yeah, lockdown, but like I was like, I'm gonna catch up on on stuff that I've not, that I've got kind of like waiting in the wings. So, so many comic books and so many like games and so many movies and so many shows. Oh, I've done been doing a bit of that as well. I've not, I've not really done um anywhere near as much as I thought I'd do. So reading was something that I thought I would do as well, but I've not like I've not read anything. I've not, I've not. Yeah. So I've a That's good, man. Um, what else have you been up to? We'll do the I've watched the entire entirety of Parks and Recreation twice. 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 It's on Sky Comedy, and it's. It, I think everybody should be a bit like that Andy Dwyer. <laughs> <laughs> He's just a happy-go-lucky idiot, and yeah, everybody yeah. should be a bit like that. Um, yeah, not not take things too. Yeah, um, and I'm trying to, to watch the uh, US office as well. I'm surprised. You, so you like Parks and Rec? Have you, have you, um, you finished? Obviously, you've done it twice. You watched the special. I don't know if it's on Sky. No, you can't watch it over here. It's not available in this region. And I know you two know how to like get onto yeah. the, U, the US version of YouTube and all that. But I'm sure it'll be put on Sky Comedy as a thing, like because it's it's one. Probably. It's one of their shows, isn't it? The big ones. I actually yeah. made my own VPN server last week, but I haven't made one in the US. I could do one, but I haven't. So, but yeah. What's a VPN? <laughs> to me, that was like a visible panty line or something, wasn't it? <laughs> no, that's VPL. That's something totally <laughs> different. <laughs> um, what's it stand for? Virtual, Virtual private, private network. Network, network yeah. So it lets you connect to any sort of other, um, anywhere in the world. Like you could disguise your 
your connection. So even though we're in London, we or we could pretend in, um, well anywhere and use services that are only for that region. So like, yeah, like I'm on BT, I'm on BT's IP address technically now, but my IP address, if you typed in my public IP address, is for DigitalOcean uh, server in Central London. But if I wanted to, I could make it so I'm in New York, and yeah. no one would know any different. Yeah. Yeah. that's how you can bypass kind of like Netflix restrictions and things like that. You can put it on your phone like yeah. again. Kieran. Yeah, it gets um, frustrating when you look for stuff on Google sometimes though, because it like you, in San Francisco, like the closest coffee bar to you is here, and I'm not, I'm not in San Francisco though, am I? <laughs> <laughs> yes, yeah, so turn it. I'm always turning them on, off, on, off, on, off. Um, but but yeah, it's like uh, yeah, we'll sort you out. We'll sort you out, Maka. <laughs> we'll get we'll get parts on it for you. So yeah, you like. Right, like what what like um what's the I'm trying to think like what I think I watched most of it, but when it went to Washington, I think that's when I, I tailed off a little bit. I was like, not really about a park anymore, is it? <laughs> no, but it's just Yeah. It wasn't all of them in Washington, was it? It was just I didn't know I was just saying I think I got I can't remember what where what I what, what was happening at the time, but I just kind of just like was like, Oh well, it's finished. It never because no, it's like one of them workplace things, isn't it? Like the office. Yeah. Um, it's followed two of the characters that went to Washington for uh, half a season, and then um, I like um, I like uh, what's her name, Amy Poehler. It's quite like uh, she's quite goofy, obviously. <laughs> yeah, reminds, reminds me of my wife. Um, <laughs> in a good way. Uh, you just call your wife goofy on a recorded. <laughs> yeah, you you gotta be careful, mate. She might like. <laughs> Um, no, like, uh, awesome. What else you, what, what have you been watching, Maka, like, other than Parks and Rec? Um, I'm going through the US version of The Office. All right, uh, US version better or, or, or not? So much better. Yeah. It's so much better. Yeah, I mean, like, yeah, okay, good. Like, uh, the Ricky Gervais one, sometimes you've got to watch through your fingers. It's so cringy. I get that's mm -hmm. the idea, but it's like, I can't, I can't physically do it. Yeah, but there's a lot of English humour that's like that, isn't it? Yeah. Um, Jack Ryan is also really good. The um, one with John Krasinski. You watched both or one. just first or second or both? I've only just finished the first season and I'm looking forward to the second one. Second one's all right. Like, I think, like, um, yeah, it's all right. That's what I'll say. Like, I think it is kind of like um, they tried to... Try to go down the homeland route. Yeah, they tried to make because he look on paper he's meant to be a bit boring, like as a character. Like that's the whole point. Yeah. He's meant to be boring, and so they're trying to kind of they cast John Krasinski, Krasinski because he's he plays that type of character. He's kind of like I don't know. He's just and so when they're trying to make him into Jack Bauer, it doesn't really doesn't really work. I don't think, but you know they gave it a they gave it a shot, and then there's another. I don't know. Another but after watching this, I'm. I'm behind the internet saying he should be Mr. Fantastic. Yeah, he's about he's about the about the right age, and he's got the right look as well. He's about what 38, 39. Yeah, I think I think in the in the um, comics, Mr. Fantastic or Reed. Wait, no, Reed Richards. Reed Richards is also Mr. Yeah, they're the set. He is called Mr. Fantastic, right? I've thought just made up. Yeah, that's his like Fantastic Four name. Yeah, God, okay, I'm going to actually talk about these masks, this mask business in a second, actually, because it's like, are the Fantastic Four actually a secret? Like, their identities are secret? No, they're public. 
Because I'm saying they're are, are, yeah, they're, yeah, exactly. So it's just like so he's just called Mr. Like Spice Girls, like yeah. <laughs> Forty Spice. You know who she is, but like you still call her Forty Spice, right? Uh, uh, I love the fact that you segued from like Marvel's first family <laughs> to <laughs> girl power. I was trying to think. I was trying to think. Like I was trying to think. Like wait, what? There's a dirty little pleasure coming out there. <laughs> no, I, I don't. I don't. I don't mind. I don't mind. I think Spice Girls are, are um, uh, quintessential '90s uh, pop culture. Like, does this mean on the next episode of our Zoom cast you're going to be rocking a little black cocktail dress like sport, uh, Push Spice? Maybe, or I'll wear a Union Jack. He does that most Saturdays anyway. Yeah, <laughs> I just get out of the cupboard. My, my Union Jack and, and glitter. I'll just. I actually have no real idea. I remember the Union Jack thing. That's. That's what I remember. And um, I'll put all five. I'm too young. One. <laughs> so, um, but yeah. I'm too young. I remember Spice Girls when I was a kid, but I don't, didn't really know too much about them other than their songs. Because, I mean, I was born in 93, so the whole of the 90s, I wasn't even over seven. So. I think I was. How old was I? I must have been like nine, eight, nine, ten, maybe. I can't remember when. Yeah. I was like 11, 12. Yeah, so like just a bit, a couple of years younger than than um, here. So uh, yeah, like I do, I do remember, but not too well. Like I only remember now, kind of because it's you know Channel Five, for example, used to always do like remember the nineties and VH1. Yeah, remember the nineties. Used to always play that dodgy movie they made as well. Yeah, I've, I've got. I, mean, I've, I've, I bet you've got that on Blu-ray, uh, VHS, I, I, DVD. I do think I've seen that. I have seen. Oh no, I, I can go. Movie. I can go one worse than that, uh, guys. My mum and my friend's mum decided that they were going to have a joint birthday party between me and my mate. And the movie that all of us went to, 20 boys aged between 7 and 11, was, was Spice World. Wow. It's like wow. one of my earliest searing kind of memories. But the thing was, like, I, even then I was like, you know, this film is batshit. It doesn't even make sense. But I <laughs> the fact that they clearly did not care. And they said, let's just throw some shit together and release it in cinema. And I was like, I get bullied. I was like, that's bold filmmaking. <laughs> it, it's, so it's, do you remember bullied, your though. first trip to the cinema? My, yeah, I do, yeah. It's Jurassic Park. Jurassic Park? Yeah. What about you, Martin? I can't remember, I can't remember what the film was. It was before you were born, Martin. That's how, how long ago that was. Yeah. Um, Mine was Matilda. You may distinctly remember it. I think it was something like Toy. It was either like Toy Story or Monsters Inc. or something. It was probably one of the first things I went to see. There's a massive gap between Toy Story and Monsters Inc. So probably Monsters. Yeah. (laughs) Toy Story. Two when you were two when Toy Story came. Yeah, you were two when Toy Story came out. Mine. So I don't think of that one. Surely. No, it might have been two. Yeah. The second one. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, but, but Kieran, like I remember going to see Matilda in cinema. So your memory's a bit shit if that's your earliest, uh, <laughs> earliest one, because that wasn't that. That had to be like ninety five, ninety six, ninety seven. No, it couldn't have been that late. Yeah, Matilda had to be. Let me see. No, it was just like we had the power of Google. I remember what my, my my. Hey Google, when was Matilda the film produced? Released ninety six. No, nah, it can't be. Yeah. August second, nineteen ninety-six. And that's in America, so it might not have come out here then. It hey, might Google, have come out. Thank you, shut up. It might have come out a bit later in the UK. Well, I didn't go to the cinema till late. 
No, I think I remember my favourite movie when I was a kid, and okay, it was the older age of me being a kid, but um, was Fall of Rock. I, no, you know, it must I have been something like the Three Ninjas then, wasn't it? Fall of Rock. So you're saying? I was just saying here, bonkers. Matilda was one of the first movies ever released on DVD. Yeah, yeah nine. I thought Planet of the Apes with Mark Wahlberg was. No, Proof of Concept, a DVD of Matilda, was released in 1997. The DVD didn't come out until like 2000 or something, did it? That's when it became standard, but like, um, like it became commonplace, you know? A couple years where things are a bit like, um, they're, they're like, oh, well, let, let's prove, let's prove We're that. not sure the medium that's going to go. Yeah. Is this where they might wait for corn to, to decide what's the superior brand, like Big Max or VHS? <laughs> no, but yeah, those things like the bizarre thing about those is they actually no, they both came out, but like with DVD, I think they they're kind of like all those people were burnt with Laserdisc and um, and a few other things like that. So they're like, let's just test it out a bit. Um, I got a I got a Star Trek First Contact DVD in nineteen ninety seven or something like before it became commonplace. Um, and then it became a commonplace thing. I think in like ninety nine. Uh, what's that? Made me. But yeah, no, like, sorry, I was a complete tangent. I just saw it there. I was like, oh, that's interesting. Um, no, because it it's kind of leads on to what we were talking about. Yeah, that could have been my first film. It must have been something like Three Ninjas take, like, something, or Jurassic Park. Because I saw both of them at the pictures. Jurassic Park, I, the reason why that's, like, obviously it's one of my, one of my favourite films, but, like, it's because I saw the... Um, I, I was in Canada that like for like a four weeks or something. So I wasn't able to see the movie when it came out, came out. But I saw all the like hype before it. So ITV did a whole like making of. And I yeah. saw, last time I saw how they make a movie. And I was like, oh shit, I've got to watch that, the film, you know. Um, and then, uh, so I was like four weeks. Parents are going to shut me up and bought me a lot of the toys. So I had all these toys for Jurassic Park yeah. before I'd even seen the movie. And so like, the movie was even more like in my head because like my action figures are alive like <laughs> um, and like, i'd never i didn't even like i thought it was based off of toys right because the toys came out in 1992 and then well that's what he-man was based off he-man yeah. series was the toys first yeah it wasn't that in, in draft about they just released the toys early because they were like let's get some christmas sales in uh, the year before it's like star wars the book and the and the kind of the initial merchandise came out before the movie movie came out and that's why like there was already kind of like fandom over the 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 um everything because they'd already read the book like people had read the book and i was like okay they don't really tell you that do they like in when they talk about star wars that it, it kind no. of that that that's why it was so big when it opened um the book had done really well but you know whatever um cool man what else what else um uh Michael, what you I'm not honest, that's probably the same as harry potter though no yeah. The books were so popular, and then and then people went to see the film yeah. because of the book. Yeah, but the, but they were actually like a it was but Harry Potter was an actual book, and then like um like it's a book in Egypt, whereas uh, Star Wars was just the George Lucas um he he had written up or someone had written up the script into a book, like it was already it was a movie first, um but yeah like it's just a bit of a, of a weird kind of times in there. Um, mine man, what you've been up, what you've been watching and, and kind of doing. During lockdown, 
boring shit. Um, I've watched the whole. Of, <laughs> I watched the whole lot of uh, Shark Tank, which is the USA version of Dragon's Den. I don't know why I started watching it, but I watched like the first one, and I normally hate American stuff because it's so like uh, come back in five minutes to see this new project's gonna be like that kind of thing. Because you miss all the ad breaks, it cut like cuts all those bits out. It's actually all right to watch. Um, so I watched that. I mean, I'm a business guy, so I, I enjoy that kind of thing rather than a lot of other people would. Um, and then started watching Hell's Kitchen as well. But I'm a, ki- I'm a cook back, I'm a chef background, so that's really interesting. And I've never seen Hell's Kitchen before. Um, but again, yeah, really American, really. Uh, no, well. The overproduced. I think it depends. TV. Like, if you watch it when you've worked in the. Yeah, it is overly produced, yeah. And I mean it's so fake and <laughs> you can you can see where things have really been made up. But I've always heard about it and never watched it and I actually finally watched it and it was all right. He um, does um to the point where, I'll tell you what, it's considering it's gone. I was saying his YouTube on, channel, um his YouTube channel has like clips and things, right, from all of the different shows. Um because yeah. he then bought all the rights, right? I think or something like that. So Well, he's the executive producer, yeah. So if you subscribe um, to they put like so Amy's Kitchen, for example, is, is always the the most famous things. Like um but that wasn't Hell's Kitchen, that was Kitchen Nightmares. I think. Mm. Um Kitchen Nightmares, yeah. Yeah, I mean look, it's it's the thing is is it's amazing how something that's so trash becomes addictive. Because I literally watched two series in three days. And <laughs> uh, I was like why am I watching it? Like, I mean, only because it's lockdown, I assume that I can afford to watch 10 hours of the same program one after another. But um, yeah, and then I caught up on a load of films that I used to like to watch. Um, the um, Fallen series, so London has fallen, Olympus has fallen, um, Angel has yeah, fallen. Yeah, I haven't seen Angel has fallen, but the others two, I quite enjoyed. Are there three? Angel, is, Angel, Angel is Fallen is the newest one. I saw it in the cinema, I think, on the day it came out. Yeah. If, you keep, if I'm honest, like, if I was to write a review on it, I felt it was probably an hour-long movie that was stretched to being two hours long. There was a lot of stuff that didn't need to be there. It became, a, in some ways, it became a little bit too weird. So they, yeah. like, there was like slow-mos of um, what is heart. Oh, Butler, that's the one. Um, but no, but his character name is Brennan, I think, something like that. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and he was like going through this like uh, assault course thing, like this military, not assault course, but a military kind of test facility, like a building with loads of bombs and grenades and stuff going off. And you have to find the enemy kind of thing. And he was going through this at the start of the movie, and it was all these like slow mos of him, like uh, um, smashing it. Yeah, basically smashing guns in people's faces and stuff. <laughs> and I was like, it really wasn't needed because it was actually, it turned out to be completely fake, and it was all just like this test facility. It is really important for the whole storyline, actually, when you get to the end of it. Um, I liked it because I liked the whole. I liked the whole series. Um, I wouldn't say it was their best one. Um, so there are of three that. of them. Um, There's three of them. Also, it didn't help when. 
three. Yeah. When I first saw it in the cinema as well, the lights kept coming on, so the lights <laughs> came on randomly in the middle of it, which which I think put me off as well. Um, but I watched it for the first time at home. I think it was on Prime the other day, so I watched it uh, again with my girlfriend, and she hadn't seen it before. She 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 was like, "Who did it? Who did it? Who's done this? Who's done that?" I was like, "You're sitting." Um, I hate when people do that. Gotten, so, like, <laughs> well, the thing is, is she knows that I know as well. Like I've seen yeah, it no, before, right? If we're both What's the point in action when you're watching the film? You're gonna find enough. out. Yeah, I actually just say, I actually say, why don't you just look up on Wikipedia? Someone's probably put the whole synopsis. <laughs> 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 um, but yeah, no, like, all right, Olympus. So it's like Olympus has fallen, Angel has fallen, and then there's a third one. No, no, Olympus no, has fallen, London has fallen, fallen Angel has fallen. Uh, London yeah. is, I think, the second one is the best one. Yeah, I think London Swan is the best, um, which I haven't seen actually on any of the, I don't think I've seen that on any of the streaming platforms at the moment, which is probably because it's their best one. Um, yeah. um, the, sorry to interrupt, I'm going to have to try and switch you over headphones. Okay. Sorry, I'm just, okay. I might cut what's out because I've got to switch the thing. Okay. What's interesting about Olympus Swan is it's almost a carbon copy of White House Down. I was gonna Wait. say I seen I seen I thought um I thought they were the same film for a while, but then I was yeah, like, they're very very similar. Like Gerard Butler, and then I realised they weren't. Um, yeah. like a couple of years ago, like now it's, I think it, it's that kind of that like um, I think one movie studio is like oh they're making a movie about this. That's still a very similar kind of idea. Um, so what's the other one? Like there's always like famously like two of the same: Bugs Life and Ants. And like, uh, mm -hmm. uh, what's the other one? Uh, car, no, that car, carfish movie. The song was carfish. I can't remember what the, the um, car wash even, not carfish. Car wash, yeah. Shark's tail, shark's tail. And, shark's tail uh, and then Finding Nemo. Yeah, that was it. That was the same sort of, same sort of yeah, shit. Fish are friends, not food. So that's an interesting point, actually. Like, so obviously Finding, uh, Finding Nemo had a sequel. Um, Shark Tale, I think, has had a sequel. Do we generally find the original, what, the, the first, the first um, version of each film tends to be the better one normally, right? I yeah, don't I'm always think they get better. I saw sometimes they just, they just make it, make another film because the last one made them lots of money and they want to make another one, but there isn't actually that much story that could work. So Finding Dory, for example, yeah, I'd find Finding Dory is too, um, there wasn't really much meat to it. It was yeah. It kind of like an epilogue to the first one. Like, they could have combined them together if they really wanted to and re-released Yeah, my, my nieces were watching it the other day and it just seemed like it cut between like a prequel, what happened during Nemo, and then a sequel. Yeah. Um, but then I think the Toy Story 3 is the best one out. Like Toy Story 2 is better than Toy Story 1 and then I think Toy Story 3 is better than Toy Story 2. But then Toy Story 4 is completely kind of like it just exists. Yeah, I'd yeah, I wasn't that impressed. Best thing Toy Story 4 was Duke Kaboom. But then, <laughs> then you know, there's some. I don't think there's. I don't know what the what the like why that is because sometimes like there are sequels of real. I really like Frozen 2. Um, I actually Which one? Frozen 2, the second Frozen. Like I, okay, I haven't watched either Frozen, and I okay. don't think I ever will. I, I, with Martin. <laughs> I genuinely laughed like I laughed so much like um 
And it was the character that I thought was the biggest, like, prick in the first one, which is the snowman. And then, like... Olaf. Olaf, Olaf. yeah. And then I was just, like, <laughs> laughing my ass off in the second one. And, like, I watched it again. Just And I just uh, watched, like, I downloaded, like, an Olaf cut. And it's just his scenes. Okay. Like, I was like, yeah, like, Olaf's, Olaf's my, my man. Like, that's what's, like... <laughs> he's, he's so funny, man. Um, and then, um, yeah, like, and then I... I don't know. Sometimes sequels are shit. Sometimes they're alright. Like I don't know. I always find it a bit, um, a bit odd. Like uh, why some Disney sequels are crap. Like I started watching Monsters University. I'd seen it before, but not properly. Like um, I w- started watching that yesterday. I didn't even get past like twenty minutes. But then, eh, yeah. Um, I don't. I don't know if, if that's a Disney thing. I think that that can sometimes be, but that's across lots of movies. Like I, I like. I like movies about um, the end of America or shit happening in America, terrorism, whatever, whatever it is. I like a lot of. I started, yeah, I like that. Um, and then I and then I started watching Patriots Day the other day. Watched five minutes, and I was like, I'm bored. Patriots Day is a good film. I know it's a good film, but it's one of those. It, it, the start of it isn't interesting, and I think that's the problem. Sometimes you lose interest in the first. 10, 15 minutes, and certainly, like at the moment, like if you're in a cinema, you're watching a movie, and if it's shit, it's fine, but you sit there because you can't watch anything else. In this world where we're all at home streaming everything on our TVs because we're all in lockdown, there's so much on offer to us at the moment that if we're not captivated within like a few minutes, we're like, oh, I'll go watch what, well, oh, I'll go watch, I saw that other thing advertised while I was looking for this, let's watch that. Um, I actually. Um, Yesterday, uh, it exactly um, that happened to me. I sat down to start watching um, Space Force on Netflix, and on episode four. And then, oh, okay, fine. I was like, mm, it's like it's not quite what I. I was like, uh, it's a, it's a, again a workplace kind of comedy, but obviously with a spectacular budget. And I was like, fine, but it wasn't kind of like what I thought it'd be. Had a great cast as well. Had a great cast, but it just wasn't like. It felt like oh. Like and then I, I read up I read up today something about it, but I'll say in a second like what, what it felt like. It felt like um, Netflix just shat the show out and kind of based it off of data, and then <laughs> and then it turns out that is exactly how the show is, was made. Like Netflix algorithm has kind of put together a show. It needs to have these things in it. It should have these type of actors, and then they told Steve Carell make it happen, and like yeah, that's, the story I heard was. Um... Steve Carell and the, the other creator on here, they came up with an idea for Space Force and then Trump announced he's making Space Force. Oh, wow. So, yeah, it's just, it just cut everything kind of at once. But I know I started, I started watching it and then I was like, okay, you know what? This is a bit more, it's not like a gag a minute type of uh, show. No. Um, and so then I stopped and then like Netflix popped up Snowpiercer. I sat there. Yeah, I want to check that out as well. So I sat there and watched both episodes uh, last night, um, and uh, yeah, it's, it's like surprisingly, decent, like as in, for what is kind of like, uh, what the heck is this type of, like type of show kind of concept? Um, I thought it was it was quite clever. I'd, I'd seen the movie before as well. Like I think I downloaded it. It's, it's Chris Evans, right? Yeah, it never came out here, and I don't know if it's out at the moment. But like, it was on Netflix for ages before the series came out, and it was oh, on my watch list. And I thought I'm gonna have to watch it that this afternoon because I can talk about it here. And that was oh, gone. 
Yeah, no, I think I mean I think maybe I did. I watched it on Netflix. Now thinking about it, I definitely saw it or something. And then um, yes. before Parasite came out, and it was just I didn't even know it was um, the same director. So like uh, I watched it. And I thought, yeah, okay, it's cool. Like it's high concept. Um, getting the, from the back of the train to the, the front of it. But then I was like, okay, I thought the series. I'm not going to say anything. I thought the series was just going to be the same thing but longer. But they've actually um, they've done something a bit different with it. Like it's like a, an actual kind of multi episode um mystery to it something right. the stuff that's just not in the in the um in the movie. movie yeah and i think it's probably better because it's like okay it's like it's not a, it's not so narrow um if you're not with your movie either then i won't say anything either but like the movie is very focused and very tightly put together and it's it's it, and it's really well done but then the series is like well we've got 10 episodes so let's just um don't pad it out let's just add more to it so it's way more well, it's also based off a book right yeah, I think it's based off a comic or, or uh, literally about a train that um, goes around the world during the a deep freeze or something like that. But like the series explains that like humans try to stop global warming by doing something and then it just froze the earth. That's like the basic um, premise. And then like the train was meant to be a round the world um, holiday train or something. Like that's why it's so ridiculously big. Um, it was meant to be like a massive, like Disney, Disney World on a train. That's like what right. it's meant to be. And then that's why it existed. It's not like, oh, let's just, you know, they made a train. I literally thought it was like a train, like the Orient Express or something. No, <laughs> that's why I think it's clever. Like the movie just doesn't explain it really because it doesn't need to. It's just a snapshot of, of you know, of an event that's already happened at the time. But then like the series does explain like through the production design and stuff. Like, like it was meant to be like Disneyland type of tourist attraction then the whole world went to shit because it started freezing and so they converted it into a a savior vessel so um that bit, that bit's quite cool um but yeah like it's such a high concept thing i don't think they could stretch it out long it's got two seasons and i think like by the end of it it'll be boring so <laughs> i mean i'm enjoying it now but i'm just like how can you stretch this out for 20 episodes um, i hear the movie's pretty brutal though yeah, it, it, no, even the, the 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 series is brutal as well. Like it's pretty. I wouldn't say it's hyper violent. Like I watched um, I watched Gangs of London. Okay, so let me talk about what I've been watching then. Like uh, <laughs> during during lockdown, lockdown man, it's been like seven months or something like that. I don't think I, I can't even remember before lockdown. Um, because the problem the problem is is like I. At the lockdown, I got ill, so my um, like I have two weeks where I don't really remember whatever happened. Um, all I remember is at the end of it, I had moved to moved to Oxford after to my parents. Like, so I don't. It's a permanent move. Uh, for the time being, just because my wife's furloughed, so like she's not working in in um, in uh, in London, so she's here working at the shop every day, and then I'm here to support and also my work. I could do anywhere on the internet. So, um, we just staying here, but like, uh, yeah, like I don't, I don't even really recall that move. Um, so, so I kind of, it feels like even longer. But like, whatever. Like, um, so I thought I'd do loads of kind of binging and stuff. Didn't quite happen. Um, so yeah, Snow Pictures. Yeah, I, I started watching. Um, I started watching a show called Gangs of London, which is done by a. Uh, the, the the director of um, Raid 
Oh, what? The, the, you know, there's a movie called The Raid. It's, um, okay. Yeah, Gareth Evans. Yeah, that's he the guy. Uh, he done Godzilla as well. Is that him? Yeah. Uh, no. That might, is that a remake of The Raid or the, the original? No, the original. And he also done... Uh, Rogue One. Is that him? Oh, yeah. That is him. Yeah, fine. Yeah, go for it. it it's completely different. Um... Oh, yeah, fine. Yeah, him. Anyway, he's done, he's done a series for Sky. And, like, um, I started it and then i was like no i can't watch this it's too too violent like it's honestly the most violent show i've ever seen like the most violent movie show whatever i've ever seen so i was like it's too much uh maybe you like it maca though like oh thanks <laughs> you, you might like it like you might you might you might uh what do they call it representation you might see some <laughs> you might see this stuff actually um a friend of mine he's a stuntman on that show you go right so uh, if you watch the first episode he's the one that gets shot up at the oh, pikey wow. Jeez, man. yeah like yeah the, the 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 um the stunts are amazing like I, I i wanted to watch this one stunt i saw them behind the scenes of and it's not in the first episode i think it's in the third so i watched that and, and it's insane like yeah you can tell he's he's from uh he's done asian films because it's like it's that level of of interview uh. oh you don't really get that on gangster stuff in the uk so anyway, that was if you're into that into that shit, then that's probably like up it up your up the street there. Um, then I watched. Uh, okay, so we talked about Fast and Furious earlier. I binged like the entire cartoon, Fast and Furious. Um, I don't know what the hell it's called, Street Racers. Like I, some sort of stupid. Didn't know there was a cartoon of it. Yeah, it's on Netflix, and like I sat there watching one. Seriously. Episode. No, let me say, I sat there watching it, and I thought, eh, this is not going to be that good. And then I was like, wait a minute. They explain how the world of Fast and Furious works. Like, they actually explain, like, why they use street racers. Why, like, they go out of their way to recruit street people rather than, you know, people who've been trained for years in the... In the um, like special forces and stuff. Yeah, like, they actually, like, properly explain everything. And then you get to see the world behind the scenes. So there's, like, this entire kind of government... You kind of see it in the in the movies, but they flesh it out a bit more. And then, um, and then obviously Vin Diesel's in his his character Dominic's in the show as well, and so it's set like alongside. So I thought, you know what? And it's serialized. Sorry, that's the main thing. It's a kids show, but like it's a uh, eight episodes, or whatever. It's like it's a movie that's been stretched out. Like everything flows into one another. So I watched the whole thing in like half a day. I was like, okay, fine. Um, mm-hmm. So then I thought that was all right. Like as in. It kind of was like so. It feels like in like ten Fast and Furious movies or something now. But um, that was that was alright. Uh, obviously, I watched all the Arrow stuff that kind of wrapped up a bit early. Um, but uh, yeah, I'm behind on all them. I want to say like no no spoilers, but like um, out of all of them, uh, although Legends of Tomorrow is still airing new episodes in America, but like um, out of all of them, like after the crossover, um, Flash is alright. Supergirl kind of was fine. Legends of Tomorrow is just kind of all over the place. Um, but, uh, but that was the problem with that show from the start. Batwoman, though, like I genuinely, genuinely think like it had the the best. It's the best first season. I'm not gonna say anything because it, it's um. Boys, I know on E4 they're doing some dodgy re kind. They of- cut their crisis episode completely. They're not airing yeah. it. No, they're gonna show it at the very end, and it's come out on DVD and then on um, Amazon. Uh, 
I read something the other day that they're not going to air the Crisis episode. They're going to show it like after the they are they have got the rights to they paid for it, but they're going to show it at the very end. It's come out on um, if you buy Arrow yeah. Blu-ray, it's on that, and it's also come out on Amazon and, and stuff like that. Like you have to buy the episode. I don't think it's 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 so stupid. Um, but like Batwoman, like properly, like if you if you've not seen any spoilers, don't look it up. But like they they were like, you know what? Like that's that's actually. They, so much happens in that first season, like because the bit that's different than the others is Batwoman starts in 2018 and then finishes obviously in 2020, like um, yeah. storyline. So like a lot, they go through quite a lot, even though they don't really, they don't really tell you they're going that fast. But so much shit happens. I think it's really well made. Like so, it's crazy. Like all the behind the scenes stuff that's happening with it. But, yeah. Do you see any indication throughout the show why Ruby Rose stepped down from the role? I think there's. I think there's a. I personally like it's pure speculation, but I think she's. Um, got illness or something like there's a there's a there's something else where they're like she can't do the she knows she can't do the show long term like for another seven eight years like so right. they were like look cut the losses now let's let's just do it because it's kind of like it's there's no indication and it's not like she's got like she's she's actually got way better in the show like as the like the last episode was the, her best episode, like, and it's her best thing that she's ever done, like genuinely. Yeah, because I think I'm on episode eight, and she seems rather stiff. Yeah, so she does kind of once they've um, once they kind of I think in real life once she became more familiar with all the other actors and stuff, then it kind of all clicks. And like by the end of it, like is is weird. Like now I'm just like whoever they recast, like has got a lot of um, uh, has to actually build relationships with all these characters and, and make it kind of work which is a compliment i guess because if she was mm-hmm. around, then it wouldn't really matter but yeah like i, I, I this is really weird like I, that's why i'm a bit kind of like um there has to be a reason behind it but anyway batwoman is good and then star girl started in america so i think it's on episode three now um it's really good like um it, it's more um it's more unlike the arrow shows it's more like uh smallville was in its first couple years um so it's 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 more uh, a smaller town a younger people um that go to a school but like the difference is smallville always kind of i don't know didn't have the budget to really do anything ballsy this is like cgi robots and like yeah because this was originally made for the dc app wasn't it yeah but it's like i think but then it, yeah it's like it, it has a it has a movie budget like not like youtube movie budget but they definitely like they've got a team of people doing the visual effects like, and they're doing it to movie standards. So um, that, that bit's bonkers. Like it looks better than Justice League. Like that's the truth. Like, <laughs> um, so I'm just like, See, everyone knocks Justice League, but I really enjoyed it. Even if, <laughs> no, no, I did, no, I think it looks, it, it looks better. It looks better. It looks better. I didn't, I did say it, it, the film itself, I was saying the visual effects actually look finished. Um, yeah. And so, yeah, like that, um, and then, yeah, like I've just been playing games and stuff. Like I've, I've decided I'm going to complete Red Dead Redemption 2, which I started and then kind of tailed off. Uh, when are you going to come on Call of Duty? Yeah, I know. You're not the only one. I've got been asked by like four or five people, like, come on, come on. Was it I don't do Call of Duty anymore. Was it called Call of Duty War? Warhammer? War. Warhammer? War something. Oh, oh, Warzone. That's the Warhammer. <laughs> Call of Duty Warhammer. That'd be sick. Uh, see, I, I get annoyed by people that camp and snipe, so I purposely go out and hunt them people down because I find their little hunting spots. I get fed up being go. shot by fucking 10-year-olds and then getting, hey, 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 you're fucking shit, I shot you, ha, ha, ha. 
I know I mute everyone apart from the people I'm talking to <laughs> on the chat. Because yeah, I, I know I'd retaliate with something like this me because I could be a stepdad by the end of the week. What um what platform do you play it on? Xbox. But you got crossplay. I'll tell you. Okay. Yeah, you got crossplay. If you got Activision account, you can put crossplay. Yeah, I'm not. I'm gonna. But I'm gonna play. Dylan's on got every console known to man. Yeah, but he, does he have the online for everyone as well? Yeah, he does. Oh <laughs> god. Yeah, I'm, I'm going to play on Xbox, I'll play on Xbox. I've got, the I, only Xbox I, I have is a 360, which I got for free, so... Um, I've got no, my Xbox One for free as well. I've got, I've got my... I've got a download on Xbox. I, I will play, I will play. Like, I've got um, a few other mates who are like, come, come on to Warzone, Warzone. And I was like, dude, like, when I have got time spare, it's like, I don't want... I'm, I'm, I spent all day talking to people, and I'm like, I don't want to have to coordinate... Uh, <laughs> like a team. So you haven't started playing Animal Crossing yet, then? I uh, know I did play that as well, but like I. Got... Danny Trejo plays that game. Yeah. I haven't even got it yet. Oh, but, um, Machete, I know, I, I know a lot of people play it. Yeah, I have my um. What is that? Oh wow! I like the I like the. They're cool. Yeah. What is it? Joy cons are cool. My Switch. It, it's, it's I've got Switch, like. But he's got special Joy cons. Yeah. So you can literally, you don't, you don't have to like because the things that come with are just shit. Like they're not that good. Do they work as normal Joy Cons as well? No, they only work um, docked and to kind of. They're, they're they not... work on the they work on the little remote thing though. You know the plastic. Yeah. Plastic remote thing. Yeah. Yeah, they connect to that. Yeah. So. Yeah. Um, I thought um, Switch was one you connect to your TV and all that. You can, yeah. but you can also take it off and play it on a screen. And how yeah. so I've got. Screen. So behind here, I've got my like um, my computer monitor, so I play it on that. But then when I'm out and about in the house, by in the house, um, but when I'm when I'm uh, like say misses here or whatever, I can just play it on the go. Um, but yeah, a switch is yeah. So you can you can play, play it on your TV, but it also has its own little screen, which is which is cool. So I went down to the park, and me and my uh, my girlfriend has never played a switch in her life. She's not a gamer at all, but I've got her into it. And I got her playing Mario with me, uh, both Kart and uh, Party. And mm. she, you had, yeah, you had but... me at Kart and lost me at Party, but okay. <laughs> yeah, but if you're going to get someone to start playing and understand the characters, then Party's a kind of one of them to kind of do. Mario, Mario Kart. Kart, you put someone on it. If you've played Mario Kart for years and she's never played it before, she's going to lose. Why did you get Smash Brothers? That. I'm going to. I'm straight in the deep end. Has <laughs> <laughs> uh, no, um, anyone played Shenmue 3 yet? I've, I've waited like 20 years for this game to come out and I haven't even looked at it yet. Um, I, you know what? I saw that it... So I had Shenmue 2 on the Dreamcast like when... Shit, so like 20 years ago. Yeah, it was. So like Shenmue 1... No, I had Shenmue 1, sorry. Shenmue 2 I had on um, something Xbox. else. Xbox. Maybe it was Xbox, I can't remember what it was. And then um and then Shenmue three, I was like, Oh wow, okay, they made another one. And then I saw like everyone's like it's like it literally as if the game was unreleased back in two thousand and like it twenty years later they've just unearthed it and they've released it as is. Except obviously the graphics are better. Um and so like it plays like it plays like a sequel to Shenmue one and two. Uh, That's also That doesn't because- necessarily sound like a bad thing. I say it's not necessarily a bad thing, but it's also not. Um, I tried playing uh, was it Saints Row 
the third uh, the other day. And um, my God, man, like even in just like 10 years, games have changed so much. Like it clearly was like, um, you could, it was, it was uh, done, like made that long ago. Like it's just things, it's little things. Like, um, you know, I do shooters, right? And it's only recently that you could um, even like cover, like cover was a very recent thing. And yeah. like the shoulder and things like that. Like, so when you go back and play the original, like um, the original Call of Duties, it feels like you're floating around. Like there's no kind of weight <laughs> movement because it's like, it, it doesn't have cover. It doesn't have any perspective of what's actually around you on the ground. Right. So mm. uh, it's the same with, with all these games. Like I, I don't actually like playing old games. Uh, I, I hate kind of nostalgia plays. I don't like you say that, but I remember you trying to organize like a retro games evening around your flat. Yeah, I think it was more for novelty. If we'd actually done it, I'd be like, mm -hmm. We done one. Oh, I yeah, smashed yeah. it on a street fighter. Yeah, I remember. I remember. Like, Here's yeah. an interesting fact about the Switch, though. Did you know that they, because people used to like lick the cartridges when they got dusty or blow them out to get rid of the dust, they actually coated these with like this really bitter taste. So they did it. I actually I heard about this and then and then licked one and I was like, "Fucking hell, it's disgusting." I don't. But it's like a battery, in. right? It must yeah. be like it must be like how a battery tastes. It's just that yeah. tank. But you know, it'd be weird, it'd be weird. Like there's nothing really to. I don't think dust can get into. The switch is a memory card, right? It's not like um you know the old yeah. cartridges where it's not like an actual cartridge. No. Yeah, it's not actually a cartridge. It's a, it's a very it's a glorified SD card. I think they, I think they did it more of a nostalgic thing. Of, yeah. Um, yeah. You say that about batteries, but did you know nine Americans die every year from licking batteries? Really, I love licking nine volt batteries. <laughs> I used to do like the, 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 sen the sensation on the on the tongue, um, like that tanginess. I liked how it lasted for like half an hour. <laughs> I should be more careful with my batteries because, as you know, I vape, right? Um, the battery, these batteries, oh, I hate this, let me take the background off so it stops hiding everything. Uh, how do I do that? Yeah, I'm actually going to do the same. Um, so these batteries, um, they're really, really powerful. I had one in my pocket once and had my... Uh, my how big is that battery? In the same pocket, yeah, it's big. Um, about the same as his three inches earlier. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> so it was, it was in the pocket of my keys. Dude, what battery one, is that? Sorry, no, dude, what battery is that? It's a special That's vape deep. battery. It's a 21700, uh, 4000 milliamp. They don't just use standard AA? No. AA would, AA would last about 10 minutes in my vape. Um, and most of, the, most of the vape, know. the normal vape I use, take two of them. This only takes one. Anyway, so it was in my pocket, not in a protector, in my pocket with my keys, and it shorted out, and it set my coat on fire. So you told me this. Are, you told me this. Yeah, yeah. The batteries actually, um, although we joke around and we're oh, there is only a little battery, but they can actually do shit. Um, so yeah, I like I like I like nine I do like the flavour of nine volt batteries. Good <laughs> wake up. Good wake up call. <laughs> But it's like, uh, I, lo I love the taste of batteries and love the smell of petrol. That's like... Uh, uh, I wouldn't know about paint, smell. I paint, one. Oh yeah, I forget. Paint, I could... paint stripper is my favourite smell, I think. 
you've missed out, Kieran. On, on we probably should cut this out because we're probably not supposed to endorse uh, <laughs> sniffing solvents. Um, <laughs> yeah, no. I, I, so I've just kind of I've not really been doing um, too much, and in, in, I've been a bit fortunate in that you know work hasn't has has kept me busy. So, um, but so I didn't get to do the um, the uh, sit and, and binge things. That said, just a special mention to to my mum and my wife, who have got into Korean cinema and television. So okay. uh, they watched Parasite; they really liked it. So then they went and watched The Host, and I think Snowpiercer and a few other things. Um, same, the Host was good. Same director, and then uh, they went, and now they're watching all the Korean Netflix original series, The Descendants of the Sun, and then they're watching another one about boy and a girl who can see each other through a door and like all this like stuff and it's like fair play like that's unusual um but yeah netflix uh is a bit bizarre how it how it how it it puts people in front of things they wouldn't otherwise uh, ever ever encounter like i swear there, there are um there are also, like middle american kind of like um there's like an entire town where i swear netflix must have just been plugging um telenovelas and so they're all like, <laughs> so I think they're doing experiments. Like, can we can we change the culture in places like this? And so, like, um, all of a sudden, there's a show called Elite, which is really popular. It's not a telenovela. I think it's it's uh, like it's in Spanish though. And it's about kids in a school, and like its biggest markets are like these bizarre places where there aren't anyone who speaks Spanish there. So it's just like um, it is a bit bonkers. But uh, yeah, no, that that's. Um, Interesting there. I guess like I said earlier, like um, there's a bit of a problem in that there are no movies coming out. Uh, I think everyone's kind of like saying, "Oh, the cinemas are going to reopen," but like if there aren't any new movies, yeah, I would think that. Those are not new movies. I've got Cineworld card, right? Please. Yeah. Sorry, Kieran. My God, you go first, dude. I'll cut you off. I said, yeah, like I've got I've got Cineworld card, and I was thinking, and okay, they're great work, Cineworld, if you actually listen to us um but they've uh, credited back everyone every month for because they yeah. can't go to the cinema right but then when the cinema is open what the, what are they going to show <laughs> there's lots of movies out ready to ready to go but they're not gonna but they're not going to like the big thing at the moment is mulan right which was <laughs> i was looking forward they're, the they're, gonna mulan... have, they're gonna have to trickle them in aren't they because <laughs> well, uh, they're mulan I said, no, say Mulan had its London premiere like uh, four or five days before lockdown kicked in, right? And then the film just never came out. Um, and so, like that movie is, as in, there are like thousands of people who have seen the movie already in a UK cinema. Obviously, it never. In, when the Friday came, like the week after, obviously the cinemas stopped, didn't show anything. Um, hmm. So it's like um, that film is is ready to go, but. I just don't see it happening. Like I don't. You see got a lot of big movies ready to go: Black Widow, Fast and Furious, James Bond. Yeah, I just. But then, but then they've got to trickle them out because they won't have been able to film anything for at least three months this year. Probably going to be. A but lot they were ready to anyway. go. They were all due. Yeah, they are. But then next year. May time. But their next films aren't. So, like Wonder Woman, for example, um, it's going to probably come out at Christmas, like because there's no. No, they've said uh, Memorial Day next year now. Oh, fine, yeah, because because the problem is, is like um, they don't have 
the films that they expected to have next year have at least three to six months delays just from a production standpoint. I mean, it's very unrealistic that, um, you know, certain, uh, some films just because of scheduling, how the actors have limited availability, they won't be able to come back to finish shooting until that actor is, is free again, you know? Like, mm. they, they've got rid of, um, what's it, the, uh, Nicholas Holt or something? They've, had, they've just got rid of him in a film entirely. I think it's the, the next Mission Impossible or something. I can't remember what it is. No, they can't get rid of him at the next Mission Impossible because he is the main baddie. No, they have. They've got, they're going to refilm everything with Timothy Oliphant now. Oh, he's a good choice. He's yeah, a good actor. They're completely like there's like twenty plus years between them, so like it's like it's it's an odd like. But the reason why is because I think Nicholas Holt has got another film now that he'll have to jump onto, so he's not unavailable. Like, um, right. so that's the um, I, I, that's the problem. Like, there is a um, oh my God, there was that show, and I, I follow a couple of the producers. Handmade, hand, Handmaid's Tale. Handmaid's Tale. Yeah, like the Elizabeth Moss is the main actress. She can't do like say lockdown finished, um, and and only Canada. So if all those shows um, go back into production, uh, she can't do the rest of the season because she has to go do a film or something like a big yeah. film. So they're not going to be resuming production until next year, mm. like over a year between when they start production and when she's next available. And they right. and they had hoped to film a second series as well, like a spin-off alongside which she would also be in so like everything's been delayed over a year so like there's all this kind of like that crazy um crazy problem which is why like um that's obviously not just uh films with movies everything um tv uh even like um all the all the show like me and kieran watch a lot of canadian produced shows but nothing's being filmed in canada at the moment and they've not been given the green light to resume production yet so like they don't actually know when they're going to finish filming like Supernatural, which has a bunch of episodes left to do. Um, and uh, then all these new shows like Superman and, um, and Lois and, and all that, like they don't know when they're going to film them. So like the CW had to delay its season to January. Uh, mm. So they're going to show like, that's how big a deal it is. They're going to show um, shows from January to August and then uh, have a one month break and then do the next seasons like after that. So because yeah, they they scrapped the Green Arrow spin-off, didn't they? I don't think they have. I think what they're going to do is they're going to get production underway and then they'll announce it as a second wave or, or like, um, because I doubt they're going to want to do, um, they're going to have to give more of a break for um, some of those shows. So like Batwoman, for example, is obviously gonna, it's doing 22 or 24 episodes for season two. And then it's obviously ratings are, are, are good and whatever. So like it's going to have a season three, um, but they're going to want to give more than just like a couple of weeks off between seasons for the actors because they, it, otherwise they're going to be filming, you know, 46 or 48 episodes um, back to back. Yeah. But then again, it's not like they're going down car mines and breaking rock. Don't yeah, make yeah, it. No. I know. <laughs> <laughs> You've got, you've got, you've got like um, literally like that. That yesterday's big news that um, uh, the Lucifer, Lucifer, the actor, is is signed a new deal to to do. I'm like, what is this guy even playing at? Like, no, like he's not like a, 
he's no, no one's chomping at the bit to cast him in anything else. So like he played a very dangerous game there, but like obviously he signed. I think he. I re- thought, I thought uh, Lucifer had finished, or they're no, doing they're, another series <laughs> on Netflix. The, uh, Netflix is so they got to finish filming season five, and then they're going to go straight into filming season six. Um, okay. Netflix has had brought it back for. Yeah, they brought it back, and then they, they've been doing well. Like even even my mom. Yeah, I remember there was like a massive petition about getting it saved and everything. And that's why he got his little cameo in Alice, um, Crisis and everything. Yeah, uh, it will. I think they're um, they've done quite well on Netflix, so it's gonna probably come back for maybe for more. But yeah, he signed some deal. But like, it's just like um, it, it's this kind of production's a bit of a bit of a thorny thing. I don't think like a lot of these movies are even going to come out this year. Like I'd be very surprised if if um I think I think there's that movie Tenet or Tenet, I don't know what Ten- Yeah, like um I saw the trailer and it looks fine like it literally looks like every other Christopher Nolan movie from the last um, Me and you are going to fall out. It just looked like like horns like and then like it has a kind of um washed out color palette where everything kind of is white on white um, and it all looks like a football stadium that's empty like everything just looks the same um, American football stadium because they're made out of uh, you know, uh, concrete have you been smoking that peace pipe <laughs> literally <laughs> I mean literally that trailer could have been no I'm not having a dig at it but you could have shown me that and I would have gone oh it's deleted scenes from um, Inception whatever I think the Based around the same principles, I bet you that I genuinely bet you that they are the the um the their directed. Yeah, it's a quasi sequel. Then <laughs> I, I I literally bet you that they because they would have brought back more of the actors, right? Well, I remember at one point there was talks of them doing a sequel or a spin-off with um Tom Hardy's character. Yeah, I I literally would be very 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 surprised if Tenet and Inception aren't like the same universe. And it's called something like the Inception Verse or some shit like that. Anyway, um, like that the uh, <laughs> your face, Racker. <laughs> You're like, yeah. um, no. I think Nolan's a really good director, but it just looks a good job that this is only going to be audio and no video, isn't it? <laughs> no, 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 I think no, this is video as well. Put the video. Put the video. Oh, yeah. is it? Um, if we do a video, then I need to hide my background again. I can't have people see my, my dirty bedroom. I don't need to put my shades on again. <laughs> um, <laughs> No, um, the, the just thing, for the time front, I want to cook yeah. my dinner at some point fairly soon. So. Yeah, no, no, we, I think we, I said we did 90 minutes, I thought. But no, I think like it is going to flop spectacularly. I think it's going to be... I don't. I think it's going to... No, because I just don't think... Not because... Uh, genuinely, not because the film's bad or anything. I don't think there's going to be that many people going to see it. I, I can't wait to get back into the cinema. Yeah, I'm. I'm a bit. Yeah, like, but there's going to be certain rules with regards to going to the cinema. They won't be allowed to sell sell like two thirds of their seats. So then, will they even afford to be able to run a movie because they may not be able to make enough money on opening up a screen? Yeah. There's, there's all like they like for example the O2. They might have to just stop charging extra for the super screen and use that as their only screen, and then just like sell every three seats or whatever. Yeah. I, like, I can see that being the only way they're going to do it. I mean, look, if you're going to get it, you're going to get it. There's nothing you really do about uh, it. Look, I, I agree with I'm you. But, you. Like, but, but the problem <laughs> is, it's like, you can't... We think you, Kieran, we think you've already had it, so I don't care what you're I think everyone, apart from that dodgy test that the firm bought, had it. 
<laughs> like even even um even like you know but that's the thing like and uh the the problem is is they can't they don't want to be liable for anything but like that right no, exactly there's like this whole kind of are they really um do they really want to go through that if they can't guarantee some cinemas just won't reopen because it's too cramped it was already well there's a big thing at the minute with um there's two cinema chains in america and one of them owns cineworld over here yeah. and because of it was universal on Trolls. When Trolls mm. got released straight to video on demand, this video uh, cinema chain kicked off massively and said they're going to stop showing universal movies. Yeah, my ass, that's even going to... like. I, yeah, that's, that's not going like, to happen because you're cutting out a billion dollars in your but, revenue. But here's, here's the problem, right? What? Okay, look, say the insurance companies are like, look, we're not going to make back, you know, you're not going to make millions off of... Fast and Furious 9 and 10, you're not going to make millions. You're not going to make the same numbers that you were going to make before just because, you know, the people aren't chomping out the bit to go to the cinema, right? So, yeah. I if, don't know. I think you'd be surprised. I think people are because they want to get out and do. They want to get out. Yeah, then, but do they want to? I, here's the thing you'll, you'll find out. We'll all find out next week because if the shops are, um, if the shopping centers are dead, then you gotta remember this is still phase one yeah, yeah i'm just saying see it will take time i think i think what they'll be doing is like they'll be like look we're not gonna this is what they're saying disney are deciding now they know they're not gonna make a billion dollars off of milan like it's not gonna happen so they're like look if we're only gonna make you know just break even amount why don't we just put it straight onto disney plus and so that's kind of the conversations people are gonna have and i genuinely could see like uh, and this is not me like exaggerating um, what they will do with like Fast and Furious, Jurassic World, and um, Minions. I think they're the three big, big Universal movies for the next year. Um, they're going to just do them, they're going to release them in cinema. Great. Obviously, if people want to see it in cinema, go see it. But they'll release them at home at the same time, like on, um, like they did Trolls. Because they made, they've made like 200, 300 million off of Trolls. Um, and, and I think the, that will the reason why the cinema chains got pissy. Fifty three. Yeah, but the, the reason why the cinema chains got pissy is because um, they're they're like shit. The sets a new like standard. People are going to yeah. cinema yeah. movies, and they'll pay a bit more. But like Scooby Doo has done really well, apparently. Like what I gather, um, and that movie was meant to come out cinema, and and it's come out you know of rental and and on on Blu-ray. And so it's just like Birds of Prey, for example, has probably made more money off of at home than it did in cinema before lockdown, right? Yeah. So it's just like, why bother? Um, I, yeah, I, I think they're, they're, they're scared that it's going to become the, the new norm, like with the music industry. Like we all just listen to music by streaming now. No one really Who, goes and buys a record or a CD anymore. Yeah, like, and I no, think no one, no one downloads an iTunes. You can't buy a CD or anything anymore. Huh? There is nowhere to go and buy a CD or something. Yeah, but even like even on Amazon, there is a HMV. There is one HMV in London. <laughs> <laughs> but, no, but, the, no, but that's yeah. the thing. Like it's it's now it's like if you went back fifteen years ago and you said, "Oh, streaming will be the norm," people were like, "Nah, people want to own it." No, people don't give a shit if they physically own it. If it's digital, it's digital. Uh, that that sense of ownership is not a not a um, it's just not a factor that really people that care. I, know, I think the whole revival on vinyl kind of puts that to it's kind of changing the um, 
I can't figure what I'm trying to say. But yeah, the, vinyl, vinyl is vinyl is more of a um, yeah to own a physical. It's changing the viewpoint. But the sales, my... but the vinyl is not gonna like the sales of vinyl versus how much you make off the streaming version of that album are like they're gonna be colossally. Yeah, different. no. But what I'm saying is like if people start going down this, how long is it before people start reviving like? I want it on cassette tape or I want it on CD yeah. or on um, laser disc or mini disc. Yep. You get that. You'll, you'll get that. But I just don't think... But it's gonna, that's a very niche thing. There's yeah. certain people that want that, but not everyone's going to want that. Like, I, example, I genuinely... Like genuinely has got every, every games console there ever was, like, as you said earlier. Like, but no one... If they brought out... Like, I think they brought out the PlayStation 1 again, but in a smaller size. And it wasn't anywhere near as a takeoff as they wanted it to be because only a few, the few geeks bought it but like it they, they didn't replace anything like it was just there as a nostalgia thing wasn't it yeah like yeah. it's not the numbers just aren't the same as what they would be if um whereas look the um releasing theatrical like black widow that came out on streaming at the same time as theatrical um i genuinely think it will potentially do better um on the mm. Rental may not may not come out on Netflix or something, but maybe yeah. Prime or Apple it's because then they're the actually getting it because they're actually paying for it. Whereas Netflix, yeah, you don't, they don't get money for it, right? Or they get or even money even through like the, a, yeah, you know, even through the Disney Plus app, but you have to pay extra for it. Like I could see that happening as well. But the difference is that you'll it will be you know yeah, like I I, I do think like there will that that change everything. Like I genuinely and I say this like it is sucks, but I would. I was already of the mindset that I go, I will go to the cinema to see something that where like at home isn't adequate enough. Mm. Um, but like at, during my normal kind of, if we were in London, I have a seven point. Setup, but, you know, I'm very. Yeah. But I think as you know, like, touching on what we, what we talked about earlier, I think it might even change the way they, they make things because if people are going to watch it more at home than they are in a cinema, then it needs to be more captivating because people are going to have such a, instant oh i'm bored i'm gonna watch something else now where which you don't have in the cinema how i mean i've walked out of one movie i think once because i was bored oh two i walked out too but but realistically how often do you walk out of a cinema from a movie you don't whereas where it's online it's so much easier to do that maybe less likely to do it if you pay for it okay but well even this you know the Zack snyder cut of justice I know they got with oh no it obviously it obviously existed. I don't know why people were like oh it exists. I'm like yeah no no shit it existed like it did yeah, exist. Yeah, all you had to do was finish the VFX or something prior yeah, but to. But no, they're all say they're saying that it's going to be re because of exactly what Martin said here because it's not for cinema. Um, they're doing it as a six or eight episodes. Of a, of yeah, because it's going to be like four hours long or something. Yeah, yeah. so it's like, look, there, he said there exactly. Look, it may be, I'll be honest, maybe when they sat there and watched it as a movie, they're like, this doesn't really, it's not that interesting as a, as a four-hour movie. Obviously, it isn't too long. But we could make it, if everyone tunes in one episode a week, guess what? It works better. Like, that's what I'm saying. It changes. People watch half an hour over three yeah. hours. So, hours. movies are also. Endgame is amazing. That was, what, three hours, so many minutes? I can, yeah, but I can tell you with absolute certainty that Zack Snyder's Justice League. There's no Endgame. Is not going to be <laughs> even slightly comparable to, like, 
Zack Snyder is a cinematographer that just went into directing. He's visually amazing, but unfortunately, I say this as a kind of fan of his, there's very little meat on the bones. Um, it, it's aesthetics over logic. And like, the problem is, is that I think it doesn't work. His films just don't work move. However, I, we, when I was in Morocco, I took um, the extended version of Batman versus Superman and uh, watched it with, with my mates. And we watched it over two nights and they genuinely thought, oh, I really love part one, and, like part two. I was like, no, no, it was one movie. And they're like, dude, was it really? I was like, yeah. And like, it was, it was just because the version I had to split the film up into two for some reason. I can't remember why. Mm, right. But they genuinely kind of like, um, it worked better because we had this kind of pause and it was like, okay, you can go off and, and digest everything and then come back the next day. I think they're going to, it changes movie going. And that's why the cinemas got scared because they're like, we need people, we need to basically lock them in the room so they have no choice. <laughs> but sit here and, and, and watch. Well, I don't know. I think you, when you go to the cinema as well, you watch a film, you appreciate it more because you haven't got the distractions like so many different streamers or Instagram or Facebook or whatever the fuck. Maka, you you you're a you're a London London lad. Like you've been to the cinema. In fact, like I swear, the cinema has more more um, more shit happening around me than if I sat at home and watched something. Like that's because you go to a dodgy cinema in Harrow. Go to and I get fed up with no, no, two people having an argument behind me, or you know. I think I I genuinely the worst, most polarized cinematic experience I've ever been to was bloody I think it was with Parsons I can't remember who it was but it was um the Hunger Games uh that was me was it you we had to see the the last one yeah you dragged me to the last one and we got talking to the hot cinema girl that was dressed like what's her name Jennifer Lawrence you yeah. I don't know the characters but it was with the baby the, there was a babe there was literally a baby that started crying like during the film and yeah, then, yeah it was with you yeah i'm like what the fuck like firstly you brought a baby, Why is a baby in the Hunger Games? <laughs> it's a baby i'm like i guess it's 12 a fine but like who brings the baby and it wasn't like it, it, it was genuinely a baby like as in um and then there's another toddler or something that was like was like with the woman who looks like a cat was like oh like really happy and then like where's the cat woman where's the cat woman <laughs> yeah. and then this it movie... couldn't be any worse than when you took me to see Zootropolis. right but that kids at that movie is is one thing but this was a movie about literally kids killing each other i was just like wait like i was just i, I was referring more to the fact that you had to wake me up because i was snoring i know the zootropolis was a uh, Zootopolis, was it Zootopolis? Yeah, was a. Um, I think it's Zootopolis over here, but Zootopia Zootopia. in America. It's because there's a, a band called Zootopia that was um, saying you can't use the copyright on something. So they have to change the name of the film. I can't remember, some sort of bullshit like that. Mm-hmm. Uh, nice, guys. All right, so when do you guys think, when do you guys think movies will come back? What will be the big kind of comeback movie? Will it be Tenet? Or will it be something else? That's the last question. I don't know, but I do think you need a big marquee movie to um, get everyone excited about the cinema again. I think it will come in the shape of a franchise movie, like a Marvel or something. I don't think it would be Black Widow, though. I don't think it would be... I don't, it could be Black Widow. 
I don't think Scarlett... Everyone loves a Marvel film. Coming off the back of... Is that, a, is that a big thing for everyone to go to the cinema, or is that just a big thing for people that like Marvel? No, because I know people that, like, they never read a comic book in their life, but they love the I'm Marvel films. Like my mum will go see Black Widow because just because oh it's another Marvel okay cool yeah I do I do think like that would be potentially something like that but then maybe even it is Tenant that's going to get people excited because it's going to be a big marquee film it's got big names it's a big name director no my my prediction is Tenant is going to not because the film's bad and it's genuinely not because the film's bad like it's got one of the best directors in history right so like. I don't think it's anything like that. It's um, it's going to flop so spectacularly that all of the other movie studios go fuck this. They they sell their movies to other like Netflix buys them, Amazon buys them, or Disney just shoves stuff on Disney Plus, and they decide to write off 2020 entirely. And the first movie that will bring everyone back together will be a rushed to finish, uh, released in. April 2021, it'll be Jurassic uh, World 3 or Fast and Furious. Um, or they just move Fast and Furious 9 forward. I don't see Fast and the Furious getting I think it gets lots of people excited about going to, the, going to see a movie. I think, I think more people will go see that just because of the names involved. Um, I think people will be like, yeah, I think that could come out at Christmas. Like, I think that would be the, the first kind of this is a normal release type film. I think like... Well, they're talking about bringing James Bond forward again. I also think that could be wrong. I, I don't... I, I personally think my prediction on James Bond is, is a bold one. Apple will buy MGM. They will pay Universal off and it won't come out of cinema. I think... That, James, that never happened. I think James Bond will go straight to Apple TV. Like, that's it what never happened. They, they will pay... They will literally go to everyone and say, we're going to pay half a billion for this film. And they will release it in cinema alongside. Like, obviously, if you want to see it in cinema, you'll go see it in cinema. But because but it won't, um, I just, I don't think that will, I, I don't think it, I just, I just don't think. I'm quite, I'm quite looking forward to the Bond movie, but yeah, I can, I, I agree with you. I'll be, cause I can't see them taking a the risk of putting it in the cinema. I just, I think it's like... Well, it's got a November 21st release date at a minute. Yeah, I just... The, well, the, so does Black Widow. Uh, we moved Black Widow forward to October. Is it finished? Is it finished? It's, it's finished. Bond. It was ready no, to go in April. Yeah, James Bond is, I think it's 100% wrapped. Black Widow is 100% wrapped. Uh, Fast and Furious is... 100% wrapped. wrapped. Um, they're like, they're finished films. I just wait. Wonder Woman was wrapped. Yeah, what, Wonder Woman, I think they will... Delay. I actually might have it wrong. It might be August this year that it's coming out. It's been moved. Yeah, no, it's meant, no, it's meant to come. July. Yeah, if te- if Tenet doesn't do if Tenet doesn't do well, I could see Wonder Woman being pushed. But even that's like, is that really a film that's going to get people to to go and like everyone to go and and at Christmas and and or something? To, I think Wonder Woman. How do those really pretty? And a lot of people like to see pretty people. Fine. I think. I think. Look, <laughs> Tenet, Tenet will make or break. Like if Tenet flops, if Tenet doesn't bring people in, if they go, we're only filling out ten percent or something like that, or the cinema screens, um, then then it's a real problem. Like then they'll be like, we can't risk any other big budget movie coming out when the audience isn't there. And then you'll see James Bond 
deals being done and all that shit. Like it will, that will be what they're waiting for. Because even something like Trolls and and Scoob, they're not super expensive movies. So like, um, they could they'll make they made a profit off of home video because they're not that expensive. But Ten, it's two hundred fifty million dollar plus, right? Um, and and James Bond is like three hundred million plus. Uh, I don't think one was that much. Has to be surely just no. It was under a hundred. I'm pretty sure. James Bond, no way, yeah. man. no way. You, you haven't got yeah. that much effects and shit required. Yeah, but to, um, is, surely the insurance on that film alone is like fifty million or something. Like it costs. Like they can't. They can't. Because no, um, what was the last one to come out? Clocked in at about hundred and twenty million budget. Can't be really is that low. Nuts. Yeah, Bond films don't cost that much money to make. What was the last one called? Spectre. Spectre. Mm. That's a forgettable movie. Um, no, three hundred million, man. Well, on it says it says the budget was up to three hundred million on on the Wikipedia. Yeah, because we can all trust Wikipedia. Yeah, I was saying a hundred million for marketing. And 250 million for the film itself. Yeah, look, dude, like, it might not look like it costs that much because they they're not doing effects and stuff. But, but like, they drive, but they drive cars off mountains, like. Yeah, I'm <laughs> saying they got. It's like it could easily, be, and it could even be more. But they've done Hollywood accounting to kind of make it make it cheaper, right? Like, um, uh, but like, yeah, I don't know, man. I think this. I genuinely, genuinely think the cinema as we knew it is gone. I find your lack of faith disturbing. Uh, mm. I find your your trust in in Cineworld your weakness. I can't remember what the hell the quote was. That's something else I've been watching a lot, The Mandalorian. Oh, uh, yeah? What do you think? It's finished now in the UK, right? They've caught up now, finally, yeah? Yeah. Good. That, that's how the Star Wars strategy should be. Okay, guys, I'm, I think because uh, I'm hungry as well, but I'm going to show yeah. you the thing I said I was going to show you. So I'm in my old bedroom, right? Like, I, I got, yeah. And so it's got in the cupboards that are still here. I've got sticky socks. My old shit, right? <laughs> <laughs> here. Oh, wow. Star Wars. My episode Pin collection. Pin collection. Episode three official pin collection. Jesus Christ. I'm I'm watching you on an oh. iPhone, so it's quite small. Fine. Oh god, it's all falling out. But anyway, I collected every single Oh uh, look at that. And you are a little hoarder, ain't you? Yeah, but like you have to I can't remember what magazine this was. It was a piece of shit as well. Um it was Oh god. Still box. It was the it was the sun. <laughs> But um, over 26 weeks, you had to get the little... sun. You bought the yeah. sun for 20. No, my dad runs, runs a shop, right? So it did have to pop. Oh, okay, yeah. But I had to pick up the sun um, to cut Doing out his back. Look a at voucher. Page three. <laughs> and then pick up a voucher. That's when I discovered page three isn't every single day. Um, it was, but the feminists got their hands on it. I think, I think just the fact that. It's not, you know, 1970s anymore. It's not actually <laughs> appropriate. On it. Whether it's but, um, feminist or not, it's not appropriate. Put your penny away. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, like, no, the, the thing was, it's like the, um, 
but it's just like a anyway you had to send it off you got them um and then they sent me even more of them because clearly not many people were doing it um and so uh yeah i filled it out pretty pretty clear uh, i was i was i've got even more crazy stuff from like did they really like do that as merchandise kind of shit like you'll see um you'll see that. Mm-hmm. save it for next time yeah all right cool Good. Right. Just blast. All right, I'll send this. Send this out. We'll put it up. We haven't got a name. We just called it the Untitled Zoom. I thought we were going under the Empire Sits Back banner. Oh, we can go back to that. Pick it up. What happened to the first one? It's, you said we had a lot, lot of learning to use. Yeah, because it's literally it's a very long three-hour conversation. <laughs> so uh, I will send that as well. Why not? I'll send it. It's literally on on my my other, not this. It's on the um my surface uh, which i use for my my business meeting so i'll ping it over as well you can listen to it i didn't think it was that um this is this was tight this is really good the video stuff i think has a is is interesting yeah organized anyway mm-hmm. cool all right guys all right see, see you bye you guys in a bit yeah bye, bye. bye.